don't listen to this if you plan on watching the show. Yeah. Blink Empire. This is the last train to. Okay, Jay, tell us about this show. Break it down. Mm. I think Toby would find this interesting too. Like, I'd be interested for, for to, to, to okay. think about your like All right. philosophical. <laughs> yeah. Would we always be the same? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I'm in the right bag. Okay, just su- uh, summarize it then. Um, What's it called? Bling something? Bling Empire. Bling Empire. <laughs> and it I is. I want you guys to watch it. To I watch feel like it first. anything that I say is like literally you just are spoiling the whole show. Nah, like, nah, nah. I want to. I want to. What's it about? Set it up. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. <laughs> You've said that to me like four times today. This <laughs> from this point on is all spoilers. <laughs> Do not listen to this if you don't want spoilers about Blink Empire. Dang. And go. And I think you probably should watch it. So even after listening to this, yeah, I don't know. But basically, kind of how it's set up is like there's these, there's this, <laughs> this group of like obviously, if you've seen Crazy Rich Asians, you saw like just inordinate amounts of wealth. Yeah, that's a beautiful. It's hard word. to comprehend mm-hmm. the kind yeah. of wealth that you watched, mm. and you're like, this doesn't happen. Well, turns out it does. And actually the first place that I found out about that is my friend's mom was born. Is she Taiwanese or Chinese? I can't remember. Oh, I'm sorry, okay, Asian community. Okay. I'm sorry. No, man. But she was born into like inherited wealth, which in China, it, it, you... Uh, yeah. Again. I know that it's in another galaxy. You can't comprehend it. Uh, and that's she, the perfect word. She yeah. talked about how <laughs> ugly the wealth was in her family and how it just like ripped them apart. Mm. And like she like you didn't see it in how they lived. Like she just completely left the world because it, it was just crazy. And the way she talks about it, I was like, holy cow. And I feel like this show gave me a peek into what she yeah. experienced mm. in a totally new way. So it's like it's like this group of almost like misfit billionaire kids Uh, who like grew up in China with all these like very traditional values of like these families who come from so much money, billion, billions of dollars. And these kids grow up and they kind of like are products of our generation. So they're kind of rebelling against these traditional values and they leave their families and then they meet up in LA and then this like misfit group of Asians all become besties. But when you've grown up as a billionaire your whole life and things come easy to you, you have this whole set of social problems that normal people like us never encounter because you just, you haven't learned relationships the same way. You haven't learned work ethic the same way. You haven't learned that like like just like the whole thing of like risk and reward and what you can expect from other people. Like mm. I, I think you, you, that's just been missed. I think that they're just anxious about different things. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I think they yes. have, they just have different problems. Dude, yeah. risk, risk and reward is such a good, I love that because I feel like for most of our listeners, you know, yeah. we're not. <laughs> no. Balling. No. So you guys. Nope. Balling on a budget. To some extent. Nope. <laughs> understand risk and reward. Mm-hmm. But if you've never wanted, mm. needed anything, mm. whatever you thought of, you could get. 
Yeah, mm. like the literally, key, like the Key and Peele sketch of uh, Jaden Smith. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Whatever. You yeah. Do. Like what is outside? Oh, that's well, because funny. Is it that that thing that most passed the window when yeah. I'm in the limo. Yeah, we're <laughs> just way too focused on the material aspect of life, and I'm not even trying to be pretentious when I say that. I'm just right. saying that in where we are in this world, the way we live our lives, and the things we worry about, the things that we have is almost like eighty percent of what goes on like that's how we yeah. decide who we are yeah that's how we plan for the yeah, future so you know 80 exactly. percent of that 20 percent of it is relationships and then what happens if like like you know yeah 80 percent of what the 99 percent of the things they worry about has nothing to do with the things that they have so right. exactly what you're saying is the outcome of the drama of this show. So it's basically like, since all these people come from such unique circumstances, they come with such unique set of problems and you just see how these people have formed their character based on a reaction <laughs> to their environment. Yeah. And their relationships are so interesting and complicated. Mm. And yeah, so there's basically, the thing about it that's so interesting is they all have this like common set of almost like background, mm. but then who they are in response to their background is very different. And that's what makes the show so interesting is you dial into these kind of people that come out of this environment. You know, I, I have, oh, sorry, continue. No, go ahead. No, uh, it's an anecdote. I, um, I don't know if I've told you guys this story, this story before, but I was drinking with some buddies downtown and, uh, there was a very drunk, um, Chinese girl there. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, she, she sort of came to our table and, you know, when there's like a, Somebody who looked like she's been drinking at like six o'clock <laughs> and she was so drunk and we, she just gravitated towards and stuck to our table and she was kind of funny. So we <laughs> kept her around <laughs> and she, you know, entertained us the whole night. And, um, and then at the end of the day, like all my homies left. And, uh, so I felt bad because like, how the hell is she going to get home? Right. We're kind of in a shady part of town. So I said, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna put you in a cab and I'll, you know, I'll pay your cab fare out of here. I'll just, you know, give a 20 or to the cab driver and you probably live oh in gosh, Vancouver somewhere. You mean somewhere. I can do this to men? And uh, <laughs> as I was leading her outside, she fell on the ground and then I wanted and to pick her up. And you kind of pushed her, right? No, no, no. She, she tripped on something. She was wobbling out yeah. of maybe, perhaps. And then- You're like, her, this might be funny. Man. <laughs> and take a picture. And uh, in her drunk state of mind, she went, uh, I have- Two million dollars yeah. in my checking account. Okay, yeah. I can get anything I want. At that point, I went, huh, "Oh, you can be. <laughs> I'll take my twenty dollars back. You find your way home." Like, yeah. <laughs> you home. I thought yeah. I was helping somebody You're like good. me. Yeah. I didn't know that two million dollars in your checking account. You, you can get an Uber X. <laughs> so when we see these crazy rich Asians driving around Vancouver's and their rich Beamers mans. and stuff, or you know, like. We have no idea how much money they're like when they buy you a coffee, you go to the same class together and they buy you a coffee and they're wearing like, you know, Gucci. We have no idea how much money is on in their debit card. We it, don't. Yeah. Okay. Well, it the interesting for thing. A different existence for sure. Sorry. Yeah. The interesting thing about that is, and this show is like triggering different, like, oh, like putting dots together for yeah. me because me and Yanu actually lived with someone who um, he was Chinese and he came from an immense amount of wealth and power back home in China. And he was very quirky and had a lot of interesting traits about him. And I would ask him about like his upbringing and the way that he was taught about the world. And he basically was taught like, Oh, like there's no such thing as real friends. 
everyone who you know wants something from you. And mm. he he was also very interesting about his money because the way that they do money, even in this show, there's like a moment where a guy there's so there's one friend in the group who's a model and he was adopted by a white family and he's super middle class has nothing and he's hanging out with one of the billionaires and she has um dior or something like it was dior or someone like dior came to her house with personal shopping for her for her to pick stuff out and he was just there during that time do you know about that about what like there's a level of that there's a tax bracket you get to where instead of going to the mall, oh yeah, they bring racks of clothes yeah. to your yeah. house yeah. for you to try on, mm-hmm. and then. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah. she's literally just, she's like mall. Well, that's into the her. shop in my house. <laughs> she's like well into her sixties, and he's like in his twenties, and she's just like getting naked in front of him, putting this clothes on, and. Ew. It was interesting. And then she like About she's right like, Oh, price. you should try this on. And he's like, Okay. And she's like, I'll buy it for you. She he's like, Okay, sweet, thanks. And then he's hanging out with his other billionaire Asian friend. And he's like, Oh, dude, she was probably testing you. And he's like, What? He's like, Yeah, I do this to people all the time. Like when I have money, I test them to see if they take it because I'll never take money from someone, otherwise I can't sleep at night. If someone buys me a meal, I won't be able to sleep. So I test people to see if they'll take my money, and that's how I know we'll be friends or not. I would just take the money. I didn't need your friendship anyway. <laughs> oh. I needed that initial money. And, that is, and, li- and listen, man, they would pay, what, a hundred bucks to find out that information? <laughs> that is, that like, yeah. that, that's a price they were willing to pay. And to, Yeah, you and have rich Asian stories to, too. Yeah. And to what you are, you are saying is like, to be fair, yeah, I mean, I feel like I would be that way if I was... If I was super wealthy and my existence was wealth, Mm. bro, you don't know. You have to figure out what real friendship is. Like famous people and celebrities feel the same way where it's like people who get famous young. Yeah, Yeah. young. I was going to say people who get famous like like, well into their like 30s, 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, They're better off. They already know. Yeah. But if you get famous young and you're going through your teenage years. Like that is when you're supposed to be meeting people. You go to college, you meet a bunch of people. You may be like talk to like two, like hundreds of people, but I end up picking like five close friends, right? And these are all people that really want to know you for you. This is like you being just a regular person, not super wealthy or whatever. But when you're wealthy, and I've heard a lot of people talk about this, it becomes hard to discern like, do you want me for for me? Is this for money? Even people who have good intentions and like want friendship, like you can't, it is hard to to ignore. Okay, so that's what's so interesting Funny. about this girl. So Anna Shea, the girl who's well into her 60s, mm-hmm. she's the daughter of an Asian and Russian and her parents sold weapons. Oh, that and, is money. Um she's beyond my parents sold weapons she's beyond billionaire (laughs) like she's 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 beyond billionaire like just so incredibly wealthy yeah and her dad told her i never want you to work so she would like be on her private jet planes flying her friend to paris for her birthday weekend and her fun thing is she's like well since my dad never let me have a job now i try every career i can so she'd be on the plane and they give her a little flight attendant uniform and then for five minutes she pretends to be a flight attendant because that's what's fun to her but anyway so she is trying to like navigate 
date friendship too. Now as like a 60 year old who's a mom and has had four different marriages and her whole thing is like that she wants genuine people and she like she's like so this guy he comes back to give her the clothes back because he's wait. the cutest little genuine guy. Pause. Tol Tolby. Yeah. Obviously this is a hypothetical world where we're, we're both in relationships but if you're marrying a woman that's worth you know approximately 90 billion dollars yeah are you signing a prenup or not um yeah why would you then you won't get her money oh okay i thought i thought signing a prenup meant that like no no. i'm entitled to to a little bit of money no oh you mean if she gives me a prenup and says i don't take your wealth oh um well well you're not the billionaire she is she is yeah i don't i don't get any of her wealth um well (laughs) The rational side of my mind says I would be um, stupid to sign, to sign it. Of course, yeah. yeah. Um, but for the sake of love, I don't know where I'm at at this point in my life. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, but I think for the sake of love, I probably would. Um, nah, man. I will, will, will say, you know, for, for, I, for, honestly, for let me, let me, tell, let me, let me love, say something that's going to be hated. Why are you showing me this document? Let me, let me. If you really <laughs> loved me, do you, like, why you're thinking you're gonna about our time apart? Women are gonna hate me for even saying this, man. <laughs> but there is a, a sort of there, there is a sort of implicit kind of like male mentality. It kind of like okay, if this marriage goes to shit, I'm a man. I'm a be right. You know, I'm a work. I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna rebuild. Right. I guess I'm not I a man. Feel like some <laughs> women, not all women. Why do you feel like women not like this? All women. There is. I don't think it's quite that same sort of like. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna be it. It is a lot of like. Oh, how am I gonna take care of myself? You know. Like, I think and, for women, it's like once kids are involved. Yeah, yeah. You know, am I gonna take care of these? I think it's like yeah. rational for women to be kind of scared of that, especially if they're gonna be stay at home moms. Yeah. It is. Then if you're, you're on the bench for five to nine months uh, yeah and then you're splitting but like, hey man you could have been working the whole time no i couldn't yeah <laughs> you put this in me and sideline me a lot of the money. time a lot of the yeah. time that's the case but i'm but saying a lot in, of the in, time yeah in this situation where it's the chick that is worth billies bro i ain't billies. signing shit <laughs> if you love me you wouldn't even bring that document to my face <laughs> sis Sorry, continue. <laughs> so, so Anna Shay, he comes to give her the clothes back, and like you can just tell, he just comes from like. You're so right, man. It's such an, <laughs> it's such an interesting dynamic of these people, but he comes to bring it back to Anna Shay, and she just like grabs him, and he's like, I don't. He that's what he says because he's just so like he just doesn't understand this world, so he's just walking into it like an infant. He's like, uh, I don't know if you were trying to test me. I don't really know how all this works, so I just wanted to like come and bring the stuff back. And she like gets quiet and she's like, you know, it's rude to um, not receive a gift. Yeah. And he's like, fuck? he's like, he's like, oh, oh, and he starts like, who, like he's, he's yeah, yeah. just being he's just swung around lost. and he's just such a like, it's like a child. Um, but she goes, I, I don't, I'm not attached to my money. I, I don't. I don't think about money that way. I just yeah. want sincere people around me. I'm not a peasant. And she has just the hardest time <laughs> discerning people. Like there's one girl who's like in her twenties and she's like, Oh, I think me and her will be great friends. And then later that girl's at her house for a spa day. And that same girl goes into her bathroom with another friend and they find a penis pump in her bathroom, in her private shower, and then throw it out the window where everyone is. And then that same girl won't apologize to her for that behavior and is defending it. And is like, Oh, everyone's mad at me. It's not even my fault. Blah, 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 blah. 
blah. And it's just crazy. And Anna Shay is like a penis pump. I don't even know what it is. I would have to Google it, but it looked weird. And I guess don't worry, put I their got dick you. in it. <laughs> <laughs> but then the other, like the kid who did like, who brought her clothes back was so mad at this girl for doing that. Cause yeah, like he's grown up in like a normal home. Because you understand relationships. Yeah, he's like, like this is so disrespectful. You, yeah, exactly. and he was like, he was genuinely so pissed off about it. And I, I she just couldn't understand too. why Anna Shay just cut her off. She's like, Oh, that's it. Okay. Then yeah. we're not friends. Like, I don't. It's an inflatable penis. You. Continue, dude. Jesus. That's a that's a different reality. And I guess the question is: Oh, do you feel like you would be different if you were like? Do I, Ian, I feel feel like I would in some ways be the same me Sorry, if I was I just born want to say into that? Too like so that guy who like said like oh. If someone bought me a meal, I would feel guilty. I feel like he's been so trapped in his upbringing in a way that's like, if you grew up in the middle class or lower income, you're not because in lower income and middle, or at least for like, I've seen a lot of lower income communities, whatever you have, you share. Yeah. And so for rich people to be like, so guarded about their wealth is like so sad because I think part of like what motivates me to make money is so that I can just give it and not expect anything back. Like I don't expect you to be able to give it back to me. That's a very interesting thought though. Like, even the act of wealth gaining in it, like I like it, it, it does reach a certain point where I'm never going to be able to spend this in two or three lifetimes. Yeah. Damn. Why isn't it at that point? It, doesn't it just become a humanitarian? So because I'm in this position, a unique position to be able to just like I walk into a room and everything I touch turns to gold. Yeah. Why doesn't it become an instantly kind of humanitarian thing after a point? Yeah. All the money I make from here goes outward yeah. do you know what i mean so why does because then then you're right it does make your relationships awkward and it's all like everything becomes like it's all but it's a me, different guess, again man it's know? a different existence and for for uh, that guy who feels that way right the thing is i i have been in situations of like transactional whatever and if you I was never in it for long enough to become that way. But it is a thing where it's like if you, if every time you got something, you were reminded of it. And every time you thought something was a gift, it was a reason for someone to hold something over your head. And even base, base, like base things that we get without thinking about it, like I don't know, a roof over our heads by our parents. Mm. Or for some people, tuition paid for. If because of that, they now own you. Like, hey, we pay for we paid for your high school, private school tuition. When we say jump, you say how high. You never like you never in your quest for freedom that becomes something you carry with you, where you're like, I will never let someone yeah. pay for my shit because I never want to owe someone anything Anything. or alternatively i've seen it where if you grow up in wealthy families you don't know how to make your own decisions anymore yeah because you're so used to that person in power make the decision for you and then you're like controlled by indecisiveness all the time and then you also think because you gave me 500 bucks for my birthday that you get to control me and And then i'm like well no like it's a (gasps) gift oh that's another do you understand gifts like like i give if we have a a discussion mm. and you say for example, if you say you're going to sell sell me a eight hundred dollar PS5, 
or 200 bucks. And I'm like, are you sure? And you're like, yes. Right? Okay, cool. I take it. If now two weeks later, you're like, hey, man, actually, like, can I, like, have a party at your house? Hey, man, no. <laughs> oh, but I got you that PS5 for really cheap. Yeah, so? we've seen some friends do that. Let me, uh, there's there's a really fucked up movie on Netflix called uh, Would You Rather. You guys have probably seen it. It's the movie on Netflix where some, a guy is holding a razor to his eye. Let's oh, talk my about gosh. It. So there's no. this. It, let me, oh, let me, let me set it. Let me set this shit up oh for you, okay? Gosh. Up, baby. If it's anything the with premise of the film eye. is a, a girl, her brother, she, she's Ugh. poor, her family has died. She alone, spoiler she's alert. the caretaker. Spoiler alert. She alone, she's the caretaker of her brother who has cancer mm-hmm. in America. Like, I'm, I'm not sure, like, cancer treatment's apparently yeah. expensive, or I guess the, the person just died. So she's desperate. And the doctor says that, look, there's a really rich family and they play a game every year and they think you'd be a really good candidate to play this game. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah. And what it is, is they get a bunch of desperate people that need money to play a really sick, sadistic game of would you rather. It puts them in a lot of fucked up situations just to see, um, let let me say, a guy who's like 10 or 15 years sober, he says, I will give you 20 grand. (laughs) To drink that entire thing of whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> and he game. does. You know what I mean? It's it essentially it proves that people are willing to kill each yeah. other for the right amount of money. I believe that there are people that are so principled mm-hmm. that, you know, there is no money that could blah, blah, blah. But. No, no. The, the, the emphasis is that if you need the money, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. That's the thing. That's the it's, thing. It's, the thing yeah. is like there, there will always be enough people that need the mm-hmm. money, like I even with the li- right arm twist. Li- yeah, li- li- listen to uh to because you won't you won't people you won't just do anything for anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't like 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 yeah. I also listen to people who have made it say like, man, if I for example, let let's say we have the this podcast like there are comics with with podcasts who are popping. I like man, like how much would it take for you to allow like a network to come in and take over this show and control it and make it their own thing. Mm. They're like, there's no amount. Like, like this is my thing I do for fun. Yeah. And when you ask why, it's like, cause I'm comfortable. I am good. Like, I don't like, I'm, I'm doing this, this podcast and making some extra money, but what it brings me, the non-tangible it brings me is way more than, you could put any pride on, which tells me you don't need money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you need money, if this was you maybe 20 years ago, you would take it. Bro, man, there is something. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like it's little, like it's things you can compromise on. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Bro, it, I mean, it gets different when you talk about, I guess, life or death or killing. But again, even that for some people, yeah. it's like, hey, would you kill X to give your family Y? All of a sudden, people are, are weighing things yeah. that they never thought they would weigh. You know, like it's just another fucked up scenario. Um, I went to work and I did play this game with some of the older transport drivers at work. They're all like old, like, you know, plus 50, plus 60 year old mm-hmm. white guys, very disillusioned. So I thought they'd be the perfect people to ask this question too. <laughs> I'm so fucked up. <laughs> and I went, yo, if any of you guys won the lottery, $20 million, how many of you guys are divorcing your wife? 
and the answers Holy I heard shit. were incredible. <laughs> These are people that are. Hold on, uh, let me fix a technical difficulty. <laughs> Were these people who have been married for like a long time? <gasps> a very long time. You know the kinds of people that they're not even in the marriage for love exactly, anymore. Exactly, yeah. This is just... You're in it because you're riding it out. You know, like... You can pay, <laughs> running out the clock. pay to have like a nurse for the next 20 years of your life. Do whatever you want. You know what I mean? They're taking it. I wouldn't even think to ask that the, question. The answers I got was like, eh. The best answer I got was... was uh, this was like the, it, the best answer and like it wasn't... It was the least like visceral. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah... I, I'll stay with her, but she'll get her own wing of the house so that we don't have to interact on a day-to-day basis. And bro, if you ask- And that was like the nicest answer I got. If you ask the wife, she'll probably be like, good. Yeah. <laughs> like, I ain't trying to see this again. Can't your ass anyway. Damn. You know? But there was a lot of, oh yeah, man, that bitch is gone tomorrow. Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, man. And I had to be careful. That's I had to ask old insight. people. Yeah, I, yeah, didn't, yeah. I didn't ask like people who just got married. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like me, it'd be like, you know, $20, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, like, oh, of course not. You know, this is love, was, right? Uh, it was like, at, it's like people at the end of Dora Rope where it was like, hey, man, finish strong or finish off the way you're looking right now. <laughs> But it is kind of, I mean, honestly, this would be a, a sick social experiment if you just trick huh. people into thinking they've won the lottery. See what decisions and then they make in their see relationships. How they, oh, bro, see it, how their relationships That would progress. be entertaining. and Like, it would be so unethical, but mm. so entertaining. Dude, entertaining. the really, like, heartwarming stories is when you see those millionaires who've, like, won the lottery and they just invest it. Yeah. And then they don't even touch it and they leave it for their kids and grandkids. I wouldn't do that. That's the stuff that I'm just like, whoa. Dude, better yet. I only yet have a certain amount of years on this like, planet. You know? <laughs> Dude, better yet are like... like There's a lot of pressure for those kids who this, like are using this, it for their tuition. Uh, like, I better do something with this shit. I know, right? Uh, there's this kid... Uh, this documentary about this this guy called Sugarman. Okay. Right? He is a musician. We're just spoiling shit in this, in this after pod. Uh... Yeah, is a meal, musician <laughs> who uh, was he made some records here in the states, yeah, and then just kind of you know like kind of whatever career stopped. It's like now like I have some songs on Spotify. I mean, sorry, some beats on Spotify for fun, but then like I go on to live my normal life. Like he was a like a plumber, carpenter, or whatever, and then twenty thirty years later. Turns out that this dude is huge in South Africa, like huge in South Africa, but they all thought he was dead. Uh-uh. They find him, get in contact with him. Turns out like they got in contact with his label, but his label never sent, sent him the documents and money and screwed him over, made a bunch of money off of him. And all the like people have been playing like millions of plays Labels and stuff. Labels are consistently he the had enemy. Scum, yeah. I know, but, but he had no idea. So this dude, I think in 2015 or whatever, 2005, I can't remember, but he gets to go to South Africa and play huge shows, bro. Stadiums. Stadiums of people just shred and just kill it. And I'm like waiting for the end where he has gone from like his his danky little house to like this huge like, you know, mansion and now he's living large and whatever. Yeah, and he went back to the same house, bro. Hmm. 
just had no like what made him him and what made him create the kind of music he did was how unattached it was to material things and That's like very money. True. Yeah. And he got huge. Mm. South Africa literally could still go there and sell out stadiums and yeah. does, but stayed in the same house with like a broken window, like old stove, just kind of like that's an alien, bro. Mm. I, mean, I <laughs> like, love that's an alien. I've I've heard a lot of people even say that. Um, yeah, if I won the lottery, I'd still live here. Sometimes it's nice just that security that you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, man. But li- listen, like doesn't mean it's that you got to change. Easier said than than done. Oh, I'm not saying I'm gonna do it. I I think for every hundred people that say they're going to do it. There is half of one. <laughs> Isn't it nice <laughs> just it. to be able to go to Walmart and feel like, yeah, I can buy anything in this goddamn Walmart? Bro, dude, I would never, it, I would never use lottery money like that. You would never I go would, to Walmart, with, man. Dude, if I want a shit ton of money, <laughs> I swear to God, to I wouldn't Walmart. touch it. I would not touch that money. You I would have to put go it into to investments immediately. Are you so 100%. sure? And then uh, I would and use then, I would use part of it to go on a cool you, trip. If you go I would use on part like, of it to go on a cool trip. Haven't you been to a bro. mall and like seen stuff that you want? Before? Dude, I'm Mennonite. Yes, My like whole wait, wait, thing wait, wait, is like wait, 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 you just didn't. Wait. I don't understand store. money first that way. All, like as a culturally, it, it how you were raised with money is is different. Like my aunts and uncles, they all had like a shit ton of money, right? Like yeah. my family didn't as much, but they ha- all had money, and all of us were raised like we didn't. Like it was just like like anytime we went on vacations, it was like cheap motels, sleeping in the car, weird pools with like insects in them and missionary trips and like we we just weren't raised with like if you have money you spend it like that's just not how i understand money and like even in our marriage like we've had to like work through that and like i've definitely become a bit looser now <laughs> thanks to nigerians oh, gang, yeah. gang. <laughs> we're kind of the opposite of the yeah. spectrum we don't, we're more we don't of understand a money display what you don't have <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the but, appearance <laughs> but it's gonna, like if you okay so first of all I'm not walking into a mall. Yeah. If I'm rich. Again, <laughs> the mall's coming to me. Secondly, yeah, the just whole to clarify. the whole investing. I wouldn't look in, at the 20 million like it's mine. And the market I, then is like Yeah, I, like some. That's still a choice, but it's like what happens if the market crashes and you lose everything? Are you like are you thinking to yourself, man? That twenty million wasn't mine anyway, so it's all no, gone. no, no. I would yeah. think or are about you it like very like. Well, I think I too, fucked up and should have bought a TV. <laughs> I think it's helped not only how I've grown up, but being so exposed to finance and business, mm. and feeling like like when you make money in business, like as the CEO, mm-hmm. when you start something, it's just like you don't consider that profit yours. Like you live, but then all of your profit you're putting back in. And I feel like that's taught me a lot too. Like if I had money, like I said, I'm sure I would take a portion of it and go to Europe and Asia and like go do cool trips, but like keep it pretty cheap. But the rest of it, all I'm thinking in my head is like, I can double this. Like, cause that's, that's my business yeah. culture is, oh, I can double this. And then you get the next amount. And then you like, that's how business people are. Is it's just like, I can double this. I can triple this. I can. When, until you have all the monies. Like exactly. Yeah. I, 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 I mean, Mark like- Cuban. I feel like there, yeah. I mean, for like, every Mark Cuban, there are people who invested their lottery money and ended up poorer. <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, mean, money is hard. Like, there's yeah. there's different levels to this wealth thing. There's yeah. the millionaires who like believe that they're one bad investment away from losing it all, and mm-hmm. then there's the people whose money is just on another galaxy that yeah. they have to live a lavish life because that doesn't that doesn't even crack the surf. Like yeah. them living a really like uh uh what's it called minimalist life is dumb <laughs> uh it it just doesn't because it doesn't it's it's uh it doesn't crack the, sur- the surface of, of the life. money that they have but i feel like if you are kind of like just entering into like the millionaire's market you would be like yeah i don't want to lose this money it's different yeah. from it's like bro it doesn't matter yeah. what i do well, Cuban- <laughs> i've tried to go broke and it's not possible <laughs> cuban says too like once you make it into the billionaire club yeah like he's like I am not rich amongst this community. Like mm-hmm. I'm on like the poor end of this community. <laughs> yeah. And when what? you hear like a billionaire say that, you're just like, I don't get it. It yeah. sucks, baby, because you can, we birds are the same feather flocked together, right? As yeah. much as he might want to just be down with the boys, like you can only hang out with thousand years Kevin Hart for talks about so that. long. Kevin Hart couldn't afford his friends. Be, be, yeah. Before you're just like, like, the way my bank you know account what? is set up. I yeah. might as well, you know, just hang out with people in my class. But then you hang out with them and it's like, everyone's looking at me like a bum because I don't own a sports team. Yeah. A sports team. Yeah. That's a billion dollar. In fr- like what? <laughs> I made it here. Yeah. <laughs> what more do I have to do? So honestly, Damn. it's like, it's a, it's a gift of despair that keeps on giving. It does. <laughs> I... I really want a sports team, man. <laughs> I really just want to buy your like, real life fantasy team. Man. I really oh, would. Oh, you this, get to pick that, your yeah. players, man. Oh, I really want my own sports team. God, please, man. Like, <laughs> it makes such an awesome owner. <laughs> Someone mistakenly writes your name in their will. Like, it's like, go oh, on, I give the Brooklyn Nets to. <laughs> A random called Toby Jonathan. Because like, oh. I would totally manage my team like fantasy basketball. Yeah. Like you would totally be like. Dude, if that's the case, man, those people are not safe because you'll be offering off trades. Like, hey, listen. My only philosophy as a team owner is super team. Oh my. Super team. Yeah, but that's I'm not a super shit. team though. So why would we make that trade? Super team. Oh my. <laughs> We love to see it. I feel like this is a good place to, yeah, man. to our to our wrap. Thanks for listening to the after pod. Thank you, JJ Boo Boo, for joining us. It's J Boo Boo. Thank you, Toby. <laughs> Thank you. I actually just switched up my Insta bio to say that. To J Boo Boo. Yeah, J Boo Boo. Yeah, J Boo Boo. Nice. I love J- it. <laughs> J Boo Boo. I love it. J Boo Boo. That's the mother of my kids, guys. Oh man. <laughs> Talk to y'all later. Our last train pod. It's not mom, it's J Boo Boo. Hello, hello to J Boo Boo. Our fans, our new fans, our old fans. Uh thanks for listening. Yeah, man. We're we're loving this stuff. We hope you guys are staying safe out there. Mm. Uh we don't know what stage, you know, the craziness of COVID is at right now yeah. while you're listening to this. But you know what I mean? Hopefully. I hope everyone wants to stay safe. Out of it soon. Take care. So, bye.